Shalom Leichem, dear friends, and the good air of Shabbos. We're in Parshish Kiseitzei. We have the fascinating Parsha of Eishas Yavas Tor, where the Torah tells us that if a person is in war and sees a beautiful captive, then he shall take her to be his wife. Then we're told about the process that she has to go through um, until until she can until she can be his wife, which is a lengthy process, uh, basically pretty clearly designed to discourage him from taking her as much as possible. Um, and then this is followed with the parsha of if a person will have a wife and hate her and ultimately culminating with the Parsha of Ben Sorumorer. So the so the Gemara tells us the Gemara in Kedushin Davchav Beis says that the Torah only gave this permission for people um, because because of a person's Yitzhahara. And it's better for a person to eat <coughs> meat of a animal which is on the verge of dying, perhaps it's a trefa, perhaps it's a non-kosher animal, better to let you shecht the animal now and eat the animal shechted than to eat it unshechted. That's the, that's the analogy given. And uh, the Chazal also tell us that, that the juxtaposition of the partials is to tell you that if a person... The person shouldn't take such a woman, but because if he does, then eventually he'll come to hate her, and, and then eventually he'll have from her a bansor mora. Um, so the there are so many questions on this. Um, question number one: How can we say the Torah, the Divrei Elokim Chaim? Uh, the, the, something that is true for all of eternity, that transcends everything, um, is giving a permission to do something which is untrue, which is not right. This, this shouldn't be happening, and the Torah is compromising its values, its principles, uh, and permitting an Isser. We never saw such a thing in the entire Torah. Number one. Number two. It seems to imply, Chas Shalom, some sort of a disconnect between what people can do and what Hashem's expressed will is for people to do. And that's impossible because Hashem's Ratzon, which is expressed in the Torah, is the source of our very existence. Hazal tells us that Hashem was mistakal baraisev baralma. He looked into the Torah and created the world, which means that the what we can and cannot do, our abilities, our our very spiritual makeup is dictated by the Torah, by the Ratzon of Hashem. That's what that's what determines who we are and who we are not. So how can it be that there should be uh, that, that if Hashem were to not permit it, so then certainly person would have the ability to withstand such a challenge. And if a person cannot withstand such a challenge, for example, there's no mitzvah to not 
drink water for a month or not to sleep for three days uh, or not to eat for for six months because that's impossible for a person to do so there's no commandment to do it so if there's if, if there uh, if this thing is truly impossible then then uh, then the Torah should it, 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 whichever way you want to take it the point is Hashem's will has to dictate what we can and cannot do so if Hashem's will is that there shouldn't be the man should not take such a woman then that should be reflected in the reality and a person should be able to withstand it and if the reality is that a person cannot withstand such a challenge then how can it be that it is the will of Hashem that that not be the case Hashem wants something that, that cannot be that's question number two um and then finally is that this just completely seems to um, go counter this level of of drush of what the Gemara is darshing over here. This is a level of drush with pshat, which is, tells you if you see a woman, you may or perhaps even should take her. Then there is the drush of uh, the, the Torah only spoke uh, to, you know, to, to give this permission because of the Yitzhahar of a person, but really it's very negative for him. And then we have Alpiso, that the Zohar tells us that this is speaking about the captive woman over here is a person's neshama, sparks of a person's neshama that is captive by the Yitzhahara, and, a, and a, a tzaddik is like the warrior who should rescue her. So, the, she, seeming to be pointing out the positive and the, and the nice about this. So the sod and the drush seem to be completely at odds, and that's very problematic, being that we know that pardes, pshat, drush, remes, sod, is not for uh, desperate uh, elements, but rather... It is all. It's a continuum. It's it's a it's a deeper and deeper understanding of the same truth. It's all one. It's all one truth. It's all one Torah. So, how can such a thing be? Um, finally, we know that there were tzaddikim, such as David Hamelech, who took. Ashes uh, Yafas Towers. In fact, Gemara uh, Sanhedrin, Dav Chafalaf, says that uh, Tamar was was a daughter of a of a Yafas Tower that the Dov had other children. That uh, it, it, it does not um, make sense that David, being the tzaddik that he was would be doing something that he knew explicitly to be a negative thing. That even if, uh, even if in the end there was something, uh, David can make a mistake, we're not saying David can never make a mistake, uh, but that he should openly go as a king and do something that, uh, that, 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 shouldn't be done, that uh, a tzaddik of that level, uh, that does not make sense. So it means it, it, it's obvious that when he was doing it, it must have been, like we said, al-pi sowed, 
this concept of a tzaddik um, rescuing the the nitzotzos, the sparks of, of holiness from the groups of the Yitzhahara, like is the like we mentioned that's the that's the Pasha uh, translation the the, the, the Pasuk says Vera Bashivyan you'll see in 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 its captives and you'll take her for a wife. So it seems like it's an instruction to do that. And the the Zohar says what does it mean you'll see Bishivya? It means you'll see uh, the captivity means the it means the 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 Nishama the Nitzotos of Kedusha that are being held in captivity by the Yitzhahara, whatever that whatever those words mean. Um, so, so how do we how do we make how do we make this work? So the truth is that first of all, to, to explain that there's it, it's not really a fundamental distinction between the drush and the sod. Alpi drush is which is a more superficial level. More, uh, more relevant to everyone. Drush is the deeper understanding of pshat. That's something that's relevant to everyone. That's something that's koveh halacha. Something that's applicable to every person. So al drush, we're being told that for a, a person has a has a taiva, has a desire for this woman, and that's and that's uh, that's what he's going to want. Al pisod, there's a parallel idea, a parallel concept. That a tzaddik, when he sees this woman, like uh, like the like the Gemara in Kedushin with Rav Amram Hasida, that he was um, he saw the beautiful captives, and uh, he was so desirous to take them for himself that he almost did it physically until he. He managed to save himself by screaming out to the whole neighborhood that his house was on fire. Um, obviously, an analogy to himself being on fire, but uh, his house—I mean, destroying his life. But what was the desire? Rav Amram Hasida was certainly not a low man. Was not probably even um, person so so drawn after these things. So rather. That uh, obviously the Gemara and Sukkah says that nun beis amud alef kol agodl mechaveru yetsar gadol mimenu. The greater the person, the greater is his yetsar. Now it is not possible for Bar Das to understand that this means that a very big tzaddik, a great tzaddik, um, desires the cheeseburger the same way that the person who just just walked off the street and has been indulging in his physical tithes for the last 20 years. That, that, that is not possible to understand. That. Rather, what it means is that someone who is great and strives for really, truly great things, when he sees an opportunity to do something really outstanding, L'shem Shemaim, he so much wants to do it. He so much wants to do this, to be Mikad L'shem Shemaim like this. That's when Rav Amram Hasida saw this woman he saw this captive. He saw these this holiness that had been captured by the Yitzhahara. He sees this woman who is living a life of lowliness, of, of um, lacking spirituality and everything. He wants to uplift her. He wants to help her. Now, of course, 
that's a Yitzhahara in such a situation. It was for him. But, uh, but that's what a person imagines. He imagines, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna ma- to help her to become a tremendous tzaddikus. And of course, someone, uh, this is a very similar, then becomes uh, very similar for a simple person who sees a beautiful woman and he has a lust for her. And a tzaddik who sees a person, uh, a woman, who's, who is in the grips of her Yetzirah, and he wants to help her, and he wants, and, and that's obviously done through a very deep, intimate connection. Either uh, uh, a physical manifestation of that would be marriage, but a person helps somebody else by through through a deep connection. So that is, that's the Yetzirah that the Rav Amram Hasida had, and that's that's why sometimes you you see great tzaddikim fall to such a Yetzirah. It's not because they are as lowly as the low man, like the Gemara there in Sukkah says that that when, uh, I believe it was Abaye, that uh, he saw that was, uh, he saw a regular man walking w- with a woman, uh, made a plans to go walking, th- they were traveling somewhere, they would share the way together, part of the way they would travel together. And, uh, and Abaye said, uh, he, followed, he, he was sure that this person was going to do something wrong, because they're on the road together, there's a seclusion, and when nothing, when they didn't do anything, he, he said, I don't, I don't understand, how can this be? I, I know, my Yitzhahara would have been so powerful, I don't, I don't think I would have been able to withstand it, and yet he did. So Eliyahu Novi came to him and said that, which means for Abai, it was a different draw, it was a different power of a draw, it was a different thing that was attracting him. That would have been attracting him, for the low, for, for the for the for the regular man, it, it's a, it's a physical action. So you know that maybe this woman wasn't very attractive or, or whatever. Um, but for Abaye, it was seeing the opportunity to uplift this person, to 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 make uh, this connection and and help her discover her deepest inner self. That's 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 a tremendous it's a horror for a person. We know that. So much so that David Amalek, the tzaddik, the unbelievable tzaddik that David was, fell to such a Yitzhahara with Bathsheba, even though she was his zivug from Mishesh Simei Bereshus. Similar, this is uh, similar to the way that Ashish um, Potiphar was seducing Yosef at tzaddik, who she was showing him in the stars how the two of them are meant to be from, and uh, that that's for a tzaddik, that, that's a tremendous uh, Seduction. That's why it was so difficult for Yosef Atzadik, and that's why David did fall to such a such a such a temptation because he knew it was true. He knew she was meant to be his wife, but of course she wasn't meant to become his wife like that. So coming back to over here, so the point is that the pshat, uh, the, 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 the apologies, the drush and the sod are not in conflict. They're both talking about the same scenario. We have we have a dangerous situation. We have that there's this tremendously enticing, tremendously appealing thing. Now, if it's the trend, the enticement, the appeal, is strict physical pleasure, like we understand Alpi Drush, of course there's no question about it. This is definitely a negative thing and should be stayed away from. Alpi Sod, however, it's enticing, it's, it's tremendously appealing to be able to 
mikar of this woman who can potentially become such a great woman afterwards to help her through through this process of Ashes Yafas Tower. But of course, there's a tremendous danger as well of uh, of uh, being seduced by the Yitzhahara and not really doing it l'shem shemaim. And uh, th- now, th- with that, we can understand also on a deeper level that once it is true for very big tzaddikim to be able to take an Ashes Yafas Tower, and again, who knows if there exists such a tzaddik in, in, in today's day and age. Um, but back then, only the most righteous people go out to battle, like we saw in last week's Parsha. Everyone else was told to go back home. If anyone that had a, a virus in his hands was told to go home, you're talking about Sadiqim, these soldiers. It says that all the warriors of Beis David were only from Miyuchasim. They were, they were uh, Miyuchas means from families of pure lineage. The Rav Tzadik explains that it means that these were people who were uh, Mugder from, from Erva. They were, they were very Kaddish people. And yet these were the same people that the Gemara says that, 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 that they took uh, many, many, many H.S. Yafas towers, the soldiers of, of David. So it, it means that there is a process that these tzaddikim were privy to of how one can redeem those lost sparks of Kedusha from the Umusa Olam and those Bonim, those sons that were born from it, were, were tremendous giborim, they were tremendously powerful people, the Gemara and Kedushin says. That is... Th- that's what the tzaddikim are doing. So being that that's the case, that theoretically a tzaddik could take for himself the Ashes Yafas Torah, so that's the case so in the world of Torah, which the Torah operates in the, in the world of truth. It's in the world of absolute truth. So, and in that truth, there is room to take, to take an Ashes Yafas Torah. So therefore, the Torah cannot answer it. The Torah, the Torah must permit it. But of course, Chazal in the warnings very much, and not only the Chazal, but the Torah itself is going to lay down hints that a person should understand that if Chas Shalom he takes his Ashish Yafas Torah for incorrect reasons, it'll end up very bad for him, and that's why the Torah makes this whole process where she then makes herself unattractive. She has to shave her hair, she has to grow out her nails, she has to change into plain clothes, sit on the floor, cry, all these uh, stripping away of all the physical desires that hopefully the only reason why he would take her now is if he truly feels that this, this is a woman that's meant to be his wife, that this is a Ahava, Shena Tuluya Budavar, a love that is not dependent on her beauty, on, on having conjugal uh, relations at the time, um, and rather that this is Ahava, Shena Tuluya Budavar, that this is uh, that he really does see that this is the Ratzon Hashem, then he can he can take her. These this parsha is very appropriate for Cholish Elul. We spoke about on Rosh Cholish Elul that Elul is a time when uh, Rosh Cholish Elul is first mission. Rosh Hashanah says is Rosh Hashanah Meiser Behema. It's a time that the that the Behemius the physicality 
can be uplifted and sanctified and made made kaddish. And we see here, of course, it's a tremendously challenging thing because the Yitzhar is so strong in this realm, so strong in this area, that even great tzaddikim can fall. But of course, that is also a place where there's a tremendous place to be to save the princess who is captured by the by the Yitzhara. And uh, that is to be done through the Kedusha of the Jewish home, through Tznius, through pure intent. That Hashem, uh, we should be Zoha to the Rav Tzadik in uh, his Mimer and Elul in Machshavos Chorutz says that if we do that right, then we'll be Zoha that at the end of Chodesh Elul, on Chavtes Chodesh Elul, Liao Novi is going to come and announce the coming of Ben David, which will be on, on Rosh Hashanah, which is the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer, that, uh, that if the Jewish people are worthy and we expedite the arrival of Mashiach, then it will be, says Rav Tzadik, on Rosh Hashanah, we, may we be Zoha, this Elul, to work, and elevating the physicality, being mekadesh the physicality, being involved in physicality, l'shem shamayim, and bizocha that by the end of Cholish Elul, Eliyahu Novi will come and announce Bias ben David. Good job.